0: Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the RIP 28 Podcast. It's a spot where men can talk about men things. It's a spot where we can be a little bit righteous and then a little bit ratchet here at the RIP 28 Podcast. I am your host for today. This is episode number two. Episode number two. I am your host, Sylvester Williams. I'm joined today by a couple of my brothers. A couple of my brothers I've known for a long time, for a long time. We want want to start off at the top corner. We'll start off with James, James, James is the father of three girls, father, Three girls. He is a firefighter. Out here saving the lives, kids, fires, and taking naps more than a day. James Ashwell. On the other side, we got the man. Brian Brown, Brian Brown. It looks like we got a lot of effort. In the back. Somebody microphone But anyway, we got LeBron Brown, LeBron in the background. LeBron, father, father of three. He's the father of two little girls and one boy. That's LeBron Brown, head basketball coach, also an educator, an educator in South Carolina. And on the other side, we got Dr. J, the original Dr. J. Juwan, Juwan. Juwan is the father of three young girls, three baby girls. That's Juwan. A nuclear scientist, I think that's what he does. He's something real smart. He got a couple of degrees and does a couple of different things. And last but not least, I don't know where he went to. Was the last father, the last father. He has two girls, two girls, and one boy. As a matter of fact, one daughter just graduated from high school. I want to give a big shout out to Cheyenne. Graduated. She's headed to Tennessee State. Headed to Tennessee State to further her academic career. How are you fellas doing out there today?
1: Doing pretty well, Mr. Sly. Yes, sir. Doing good. How about you,
0: Man, I am doing great. I'm glad to have you brothers here. Glad to be able to talk to you brothers today. Now, for our listeners out there, maybe you notice one common theme that's been said during this entire open statement. We were talking about the girls. We were talking about daughters, fathers, father and daughters. Now me myself, I'm a father, but I only have one son. So I want to ask my brothers and talk to my brothers and get a better understanding of raising girls in this new millennium in this new world and how to how do these brothers, how do these, uh, these are how do these highly intelligent and, and great all-around brothers go around raising daughters? And I don't know who that is in the background giving me all the static, but we got we gotta figure him out. But anyway, first thing we want to talk about now: all of us are raised by fathers with fathers in the home, you know, and and we were all raised by by manly men, all raised by manly men who were tough on us. Sometimes you had to throw a little elbow on our chest. I know a couple, a couple of us elbows or caught a fist in the chest every once in a while. But my question is, how do how do you brothers? How do you go about? I know when you got daughters, you, you're a little bit hesitant to uh, to discipline the baby girls. How do you go about disciplining your your baby girls? We'll start off with James, man. How, how you go about taking care of that?
2: Oh man, it's a it's a thin line, man. When you got three girls like me, I mean, you still want to be stern, but you love your babies. All of them are your babies. They they're different than boys. I'm gonna tell you that. With a boy, you could probably beat him up and, you know, do anything that you want. But with a girl, I mean, it it hurts you to your heart to see your baby cry. So, you know what I'm saying? You got to – it's just hard, man. I mean, I still try to be stern with them, but still want to show that love. You know what I'm saying? You You got to show that love for your daughter.
0: All right, now we go on the other side, a little bit of a different viewpoint. We'll go for LeBron. Now, LeBron has two girls, but but technically what the world will call them, the world will call them stepdaughters. But to be honest, the way we feel, if he's feeding them, they his. I'm pretty, sure, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how he feels. He's feeding them so they mine. So, so now how do you go about discipline when when, you know, technically, by nature, you are the dad, but by nurture, you are the dad.
1: It's like James said, it's a fine line, but it's an even finer line with me being that they're not my biological daughters. I've never physically disciplined them. I always leave it to their mother. I speak to them with a firm voice, letting them know what I expect and what I will and won't tolerate. But for the but for the mother, they are great girls, and I hadn't had a chance to have to physically discipline them. I think my voice is strong enough that they respect that, and I get the response that I need.
0: Okay, okay. Now we'll go over to Juwan. Now, Juwan actually has three girls, and I think he has the youngest age range of the daughters. So so how do you go about handling your, um, your disciplinary actions, Juwan?
3: Yeah, I got a – Got an eight-year-old, a seven-year-old, and a and a four-year-old, about to be five. So it, it's different in my household, man. But uh, just like LeBron said, it's hard to – and James also. I, I don't – I hadn't had to physically beat them, You know, when they're little babies, I might give him a little pop. But I think just me being a man in the house and my voice being different than my wife, and I, because of the age they are right now, it's all I gotta do is really speak with a stern voice and they kind of get in line uh my wife can tell them to do something, and they might not do it, but when I step in there and I just say, "Hey, look, what you supposed to be doing? go do it and just because I take a sterner approach um they uh they kind of fall fall in line so but at the same point, speaking like that, you still don't want your daughters to be fearful of you Because you still want them to Later on, as they grow up, to, to to be able to talk to you, and so I uh, I kind of try and balance that, but you know at some points I do make the voice stern, but I hadn't had to be or, or or discipline him in that that fashion. So. All right, all right.
0: Now we won't finish up with Chance. Now Chance will bring another, you know, a, a different perspective because like we said earlier, Chance' daughter. Shout out to Cheyenne, she just uh, graduated. And she's she's about to go to college be a freshman in college. So when it comes to that discipline area, chances are he's been through the whole well, not the whole factor, but he's been through most of it from a baby all the way up to a senior in high school. So so how do you go about you know discipline with your child?
4: All right, I I put it like this, man. Like when they were younger, you know, I I gave them spankings just like giving them boys spankings. You know, in the early stages of childhood, you know, boys and girls aren't. Aren't very really different, but um, I say around ten or eleven, kind of have to back off of that type of discipline and be more mental in your approach. You know, kind of like Jawan was talking about—you don't want them to uh, be scared of you, and you don't want to set an example of a man, you know, beating on a woman and stuff like that, either. But um, I think my the way I do the discipline, I say the advancements in technology, and they really helped us out a lot. I mean, phones are everything to these kids these days. So, I mean, you just take away their cell phone and the laptop, electronics and all that stuff, they pretty much fall in line. That's enough punishment in most cases. I will say this, though. I I have been pretty fortunate not to have kids that cause a whole lot of trouble. You know, like in school and stuff, girls are are pretty well behaved for the most part. I do got one daughter, my middle daughter. I do have a a 14-year-old daughter, too. So, I got one going in the 10th grade, and then, like you said, the one that just graduated. But um, she probably got a lot of that talking in class from me, so I can't get too mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right, all right. right. Now we want to, we want to, uh, all our listeners and our viewers out there. We want to encourage you if you're watching this on our YouTube channel. We want to encourage you to go ahead and hit the subscribe button. We need to get those subscribers up. We want, we want, we want to get these subscribers up so we can build this audience up. And also, if you, if you have time. We we would love for you to follow us on Twitter. You can follow us at the Rip28 Podcast. Follow us on Twitter. We won't get no followers up. And in our next segment, I want to leave our email address. Our email email address is the Rip28 Podcast at Gmail. Rip28 Podcast at Gmail. And the reason I'm leaving that email, that email address is because we've already started out. We got somebody email the question. We got another father who wanted to reach out to the dad. And, and he had a very inter- interesting scenario. And, and we have a little um, you know, if you ever have any questions, anything you want us, any topics you want to discuss, feel free to email us and hit us and hit us on Twitter. But uh this but this young man hit us hit us up and he was saying he was saying, hey fellas, my daughter, my daughter is 17 years old. She had a boyfriend, I'm, and I'm gonna have to correct some of the English as we go along. <laughs> she, had, she had a boyfriend, and they was dating, and they were dating for a while. I never really had much conversation with her because I thought it was just some puppy love, kid stuff. Lo and behold, I thought homeboy sneaking out my house. I seventeen. I know what sneaking out my house means. I know what that means. So I'm kind of just real messed up in my head. I don't know how to act. I don't know how to respond. You know, I was a kid one time too, and I know you have sex, but I couldn't picture my daughter having sex. So, what am I supposed to say to my baby girl? Now, this is tricky. This is a tricky situation because I, you know, I, I don't know, I don't know you fellas for a while, and, and a long, 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 long time ago before y'all got married. Long, long, long. long. Y'all, was y'all got married. Y'all was out there in these streets with somebody. Daughter. Now that the tables have turned a little bit, and you guys got daughters, how do y'all approach that? Approach that subject of sex and, and dealing with sex, and and like Chris Rock said, you know, the father's only job is to keep his daughter off the pole. You know. <laughs>
4: How do y'all work with that, man? Let's let's start let's start the other way. Let's go with chance this time. Chance, how do you work with that, man? All right, man, um good good uh, question, my whoever that uh that uh caller was. But uh, you know, nobody wants to imagine their daughter having sex, but um in the front end, I I, I let my wife talk to him a lot about sex, because you know she knows a lot more about um you know birth control and doing stuff like that i let her handle a lot of those conversations. But I do tell them I don't think they should do it. And that these days, you know, these boys is out there for, for one thing a lot of time. And I even I even told them back in the day, you know, how I was back in the day. And uh, you know, me being a college athlete and stuff like that, it kinda of came a lot easier than it would for some people or whatever. So, you know, I probably I probably did take advantage of that more than I, I should have. But, but I did want to let them know that, you know, it's not good. And you never want to be that dad that's so strict that they kind of rebel against you and try to do it in spite of you, you know what I mean? You know how they say, like, preachers' daughters are the first yeah. ones. Uh, I done, I done known
0: a couple of them in my lifetime.
4: Wait a, Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait um, a minute. <laughs> I mean, that's the same, But, you know, you, you got to give them some leeway and, you know, people don't make mistakes and, and do that thing, but you can't like just text them out because they they did something wrong. So it's right. a lot of communication.
0: All right, let's let's skip up to James because James James the next one getting real closest to that to that stage in life right there. What what's what how, how things work with you and Vinnie?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's funny that we're talking about this because uh, we were actually eating out yes yesterday, yesterday day before yesterday. Um... And, you know, we like to have conversations with our kids, you know, to see where they're headed at and stuff like that. So, my daughter brought, she actually brought it up about, you know, sex or whatever. And me being a father of a daughter, of course, I'm going to tell you all the bad stuff. I'm going to tell you, one of the first things I said to my daughter, which I don't, and she knows I don't condone it, and I told her, hey, none of that's going to happen in my house. (laughs) <laughs> but I understand, you know, stuff happens. But one of the first things I said, I said, "Well, you have a kid. I'm too uh, young to be a granddaddy. I ain't seen <laughs> <care> nobody kid." <laughs> but, uh, but seriously, um, I mean, I understand, man. These kids nowadays, they grow up different than we are. They're, they are shown, I mean, through like videos and internet and everything like that, sex is everywhere and sex failed. So <laughs> you can tell it in the clothes that they wear and in everything that they do now. I mean, to tell you, two, I can't tell you what I would do. I would have to be in that situation.
0: Mm-hmm. But... Alright, alright. I, hey, I know it's tough, but man, let, let's I move down, down to the LeBron, where would
1: you go on that? Well, uh, fortunately, uh, uh, my two daughters are not of age yet, so I teach them more about respecting themselves right now. You know, I let them know that certain spots, nobody ought to touch, nobody ought to see. And I just try to make them make sure that they have respect for themselves right now so that that, um, that foundation has already been set. So once that comes once the, uh, that time of their life comes, they'll be a lot more um, a lot more uh, willing to come and talk to me about it. Um, I don't want to scare them, so I just kind of teach them to respect themselves because they're so young and it really is not a part of their life yet.
0: Okay, okay,
1: okay.
0: Now let's throw it over to you, Juwan. You got the babies in the crew. No, host, you plan every day that this is a conversation you won't have
3: to have for a long time. <laughs> I'm already plotting, man. I already got my game plan in, in motion. Let's see, my game plan is this. Okay, honestly, I want them to have a bar set so high that no guy is gonna be able to uh, fulfill it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I know girls
3: like that. I know girls like that. They they follow, spent so much time with them. You no, know, I, I out I'll take it out to uh, Ruth Chris. You know, I, I want the bar to be set so high that the guy going be like, man, this is too so much work. And so that's what I'm working on right now. But I, I think mostly because I kind of, you know, you learn your kids' personality. All the kids got different personalities. And I think there's only one kid that I probably got to worry, worry about that. And so I try to spend more time with her because I know she kind of looks for attention more so than other kids. So um, that's this is the way I take 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 about it. Um, and also I think my wife does a great job with them. And so um, just teaching them how to act like a woman, things to do, and how to be young ladies and young females. And so um, you know, that, that's just the, the way the the way I take it. But yeah, I'm not even trying to even think about that right now. And hopefully I never have to deal with that in my life. <laughs> I honestly wish they could be like uh, be like the ugly duckling in reverse. <laughs> pretty, 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 and become ugly like high school, college. And then pretty again, and get
4: married. That's
3: what I hope. That's what I wish. But I know it's not, like, that, you know. Go so super. Easy. Good
4: luck, bro. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> ugly, ugly, don't mean a thing, bro.
1: <laughs> as ever, as evident on this podcast. <laughs> ugly
0: don't mean a thing. Hey. <laughs> You see, you see, Pans and LeBron got kids, so that it. <laughs> <laughs> you can be oh, ugly. <laughs> oh, man, oh, man. All right, and, and another thing I want to get to, you know, you see I'm wearing my Carolina Gamecocks shirt right here, national champion Carolina Gamecocks. You know, we we disregard this kid with that ugly Clemson shirt on. But you know we want to shout out to Don Staley and the job she's doing over there for uh, USC women's basketball and and I want to lead kind of lead into the fact that that all of us are athletes and then you got you know we all played in high school uh, myself LeBron and chance played in college. We're all pretty good high school athletes and, and college athletes and how do you you know your athletic You know how how do you how do you translate you know your athletic desires onto your daughter? You know how how do you do that? Are you full speed ahead or 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 how how do you how do you push that to your children? Because I'm kind of curious. We'll start off with James, and the reason I say James we'll start with James because James played football, but he has three daughters, and you know, hey, be honest, which is not for. I, at least for young girls, I don't know if there's full-contact football leagues out there for young girls. So, so how do you push the athletic side? To your
4: and and the football league that we have, you don't want them playing in that. You seen them? You seen what they be wearing? <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> um, my I have my my daughters are in all three age ranges, pretty much. I got a, a teenager. I got one that is 12, and then I have a few. My uh, teenager, 15-year-old, she runs track, and my 12-year-old, she uh throws shots and this and everything. So with me, with them, I their mom is more of the rah, rah, rah type of person. She's the one that's yelling at the track, doing everything like that. With me, I, I try to coach them up, you know what I'm saying? Because I know with some of these kids nowadays, they don't have that drive to, to be great. And I tell my daughter all the time, instead of sitting around, you can, you can go run around the neighborhood. You could be out there practicing your, your shop shot You can be doing this, doing that. I ask them all the time, do you want to be great? And of course, they're going to say yes. But I said, well, to be great, you got to put in the work. It's all about the work. If you don't put in the work, you're never going to be great. So, I mean, that that's how I do it. All
0: right. Now, let, let's move down. Let's move down to Chance. Now, Chance, a um, little bit about Chance's baby girl. I know at one time, Cheyenne was a, a, a real big track star. As a matter of fact, Chance's wife was actually a um, a, a track star at uh Memphis State or, or Memphis University now. But uh, yeah, Chance and Cheyenne yeah, yeah. at one time, Chance was uh, she was big in the track, and I think your middle daughter actually set a couple of records at uh at her school in Arkansas.
4: Oh yeah, both of my daughters actually set some records there. Um, you know, before this coronavirus, my daughter broke the indoor sixty meter hurdle record this year, and I'm pretty proud of that. Thought this was gonna be a really good season, but uh, you know, it all got canceled. But um. I think uh, the advantage for me is I was a basketball coach for about eight years, so they was always in the gym. And they they started, you know, working, like, being one to be cheerleaders and stuff like that, and I highly discouraged it. <laughs> but I, I wanted them to play sports, you know, so they've been playing sports since they've been, you know, itty-bitty. And uh, I just – I try not to be overbearing and, and making – work out and make them hate it and stuff. So if they ever want to work on something, I'd have to just come ask me and I go out there. But I just try not to, to push it on them. And that's that's with any kid, girl or boy, but especially the girls. And then, you know, as they get older, you know how middle school girls are and stuff like that. They think they know everything. Like, like like I can call LeBron and tell LeBron to go tell him something and they'll listen to it. If I tell them the same thing, they be like, "Dad, you don't know what you're talking about. You can't play." You know what I mean? I was like, "Man, I I, I kind of know what I'm doing. I'm not. I'm never gonna tell you nothing wrong." But you know, it's you kind of got to get some help from the outside influences because they are more apt to listen to people that's uh, on the outside than you sometimes. So you kind of got to use the reverse psychology a little bit. But my girls are pretty pretty good athletes. My my middle ones, I I got a good friendship while they play d one basketball somewhere He played on varsity this year in the ninth grade and out there doing a thing so i'm I'm proud of them I'm not a uh, like i said I don't push them right now and I, we're in a small town, so they practice like all year round so I, I don't i don't i don't have to do very much after they got you know the school age ball all right now now how about how about you juwan now
0: I think your daughters are all young, young elementary school and pre-pre elementary school. So, is is sports even a thing in, in your house yet?
3: Sports already eating at my pockets, man. Um, <laughs> I got two daughters doing gymnastics. Okay. So, uh Yeah, one's on team, and so we travel and she competes and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, we don't we don't we don't push them. Um, we had all of them at Jim Jackson. at one point. My oldest, she wasn't driven like a- <clears> this. <throat> Middle and youngest, and so she wanted to quit because you know gymnastics is a lot of work. Those girls practice like three days. Well, she what my middle was practice like three days a week, and so um. But yeah, they they enjoy it, man. I gotta see y'all a video of uh, I don't, and I don't know half the names. I don't know how to score the thing. I need to learn (laughs) because this is totally outside my league. I'm looking at my wife like, did she did she do good? I gotta wait for the score. But yeah, I gotta see y'all video. She uh did some the skill. Sweat, man. She she's strong. <laughs> like she lift a little body up and then going to the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's strong. But uh, but yeah. So as far as sports, you know, do it if you enjoy it. I think it's, it teaches them good discipline. And then later on, if they you know if they want to continue it, they can continue it. If they okay. don't, you know, to save me some money. I ain't (laughs) paying the bill anymore. But at the end of the day, they might transition and find something else they like. Gotcha, gotcha. Now, now I kind of save
0: LeBron for last. I say LeBron for last because LeBron is actually a a varsity coach of girls. LeBron not only does you know he has two daughters, he also in charge of coaching a bunch of girls um, as as the varsity uh, basketball coach. So, So, how how do you go about that with your girls, LeBron?
1: It is definitely a delicate situation, man. They're they're so emotional. You know, the way we were coached back in the day with Coach Mack and some of our coaches, they didn't spare your feelings. They didn't really care if you were mad or how you felt. But working with girls, I have to take in account my approach. My first year working with them, I was very hard. I talked to them hard. I ran them hard. But I didn't produce many wins. So I had to fall back in, in the offseason and find out you know, my softer side from, you know, you see me with the pink sweater trying to show have a soft side too and uh, understand their feelings more and um, just really not softening what I say, but it's not what I say, but how I say it to them. I have to present it in a way that it doesn't come off as being harsh and being very demanding. But um, girls are very hard workers. Once you gain their trust and they uh, understand your system, they go very hard for you. So I've enjoyed coaching them, and I've learned a lot—not only about coaching females, but about myself as well. Okay,
0: okay, okay. Good he's stuff.
4: What'd you say, Chan? I said he's been soft, though. So he ain't have to go real far to find it. Yeah, he, is, <laughs> man. He,
0: he always been kind of soft, so he, he ain't have to
4: dig deep no, to find man.
0: Find that soft side. All, exactly. right, all right, man. I appreciate. I appreciate the knowledge, brother. The knowledge we get. We we getting right now, um, and like I say, you know me myself, I just have the one son, and you know I you know I think I think I'm done with having kids. But sometimes when I see the interaction of you guys with your daughters, you know it make me it make me kind of jealous. It make me kind of jealous because you know like, I I got my my boy rough and tumble as they come, you know. <laughs> so, so he he to that age he to that age he don't want me hugging on him. He don't want me hugging on him. He just trying to trying to go out and be rough and tumble. So so yeah, it's good getting that different that different look. Um, now advice, advice. I want to ask you guys, man, what advice can you give to the brothers? Because now what what a lot of our listeners and our viewers don't know. If you notice, every week we'll kind of change up the cast of who's gonna be on the Rip 28 podcast. We got a bunch of different we got we got about eight of us that we've known for a, a long time in our life. And so we're gonna rotate in and out for the podcast and you know for different subjects we'll bring in different different out of our now we got a we got a brother in our crew andre. Now Dre just had he just had a baby girl less than less than a year old beautiful little baby girl. So what advice would you give to would you give to fathers, you know, who, who who just had that girl? What advice would you give them raising raising daughters? Let's let's start out over here with James. James up top.
2: Patient. Be patient. And one thing is always telling them that they look beautiful. Because she loves when her daddy tells her she looks pretty, beautiful, whatever, and if you feel that in her, and she gets older, and she finds her a man, she's going to accept the same thing. So just continue to be Okay, okay, let's
0: move on over to Chance.
4: Chance, what about you? Man, just just always show them love, man. Um Don't be too strict and disciplinary, because that can backfire you on know? time. Like, just keep that line of communication open, and um, – where they can come and talk to you about anything instead of going to somebody else that they don't need to be talking to and talk to. So that's the most important thing to me.
0: All right, let's move over there to Juwan.
3: Where you at, Juwan? Sorry, I was on mute. I couldn't find the unmute button. all. no I think uh I think all the guys have said great things um and I agree whole Hollywood with all all those things, and just me, I would just add uh, uh just mind how you talk to' them because everyone you could say one thing one way to one one daughter and say that same exact thing to another daughter. oh, I think Juwan
0: dipped out, he said the wrong thing, I guess, hello. Everybody froze up on me? Oh, not quite sure what's going on right now, but I think Jawar was saying, you know, you want to make sure, make sure you talk to him right, you say the right thing to him. Well, we just about ran out of time, so I'm glad we kind of That's ended.
4: That's all I got. Yeah, you know, cookie-cutter approach, man, it's learning every day, it's running every day. Just like they are, you got to grow with
2: them and learn
4: with them. There you go. All right, LeBron. Now, I'm not quite
0: sure what happened. I thought I, I died out on my end. I was closing off the show. Y'all was still going. Everything
1: was still going over there with y'all? Yeah,
0: yeah everything, everything was
1: still going.
0: Okay, well, it's all good then. Might have yeah. been me messing up. All right, LeBron, what about you? I'm
1: going to pick it back off of what Jawan said. Um, it's not what you say sometimes, but how you say it present it to them as you would want someone to present it uh information or their feelings to your mother or sister your wife girlfriend or whatever man you know they're emotional um uh and just mind how you talk to them and show them what they should be expecting from other guys and teach them now and like jawan said set that standard high man don't let some guy just come creeping in there and and now you stuck with some some sorry son-in-law like Sly. Nah. Now you gotta Sly. <laughs> but no, man, just just uh show them what you what to expect out in the world. set that standard high and uh and be consistent. Be consistent. Be consistent.
4: There was no slides.
1: No hey. slides. There are no slides in my household. <laughs> at,
0: least they, at least they have a good looking son, at least they'll be they good looking.
1: Be are uh, we talking about
4: Faison Love Jr.? Oh my goodness. My goodness. <laughs> hey, A hey, grandkid gonna be a 5 defense man. <laughs> <laughs> but he'll be but he'll be the best that ever did it. <laughs>
1: but his nickname would be the Ice Cube. And that, that's 5'10 and, and a half. Let's get that. Let's get that right. Let's get that yeah. right. Standing on the uh,
0: stoop. All right, man. Fellas, man, I appreciate, I appreciate you guys joining me on the Rip 28 Podcast, man. Like I said, man, it's just a spot. The Rip 28 Podcast is just a spot where a few brothers who've known each other for a long time can come and sit down and talk. We go and exchange ideas, man. We're going to talk about what's going on in our world, what's going on in the world, man. It's just the Rip 28 Podcast, a spot where some brothers can get together and speak in a safe zone. We might say something you like. We might say something you don't like. But we're going to keep on saying whatever it is that needs to be said. That's the Real 28 Podcast.
4: Fellas, got anything to say? I hey, love y'all guys, man. Keep it, keep it grinding.
1: Hey, keep it up, fellas. I like where we it. Everybody that's listening, watching, whatever, hit that subscribe button if you want some good uh, information on a great podcast. Love y'all, fellas.
0: Yes, you know. All right, we'll see you next time on the RIP 28 Podcast.